0: Alright, so, uh, what am I drinking today? I have a Foster's Premium, the Green Can, it's delicious, and I have half an oxy, which, my god, is that shit delicious. You can call me Doge Can, because I am going to the moon, my friends. Oh boy, it's a little bit of a Brett Favre cocktail, as I like to call it. Alright, what do we want to start off on? Let's start with baseball. Yeah, a little curveball there for you fuckfaces. Um, They're not drug testing next year. For some reason, due to COVID, they don't want to drug test any of the players, which I have not confirmed through any of my sources, mostly because I don't have sources, and I also don't have my phone, which is somewhat nerve-wracking. But apparently they're not going to drug test anyone for the baseballs. Oh shit! My emails just refreshed, and I have a hundred and three. Not going through those right now. Um, so they're not going to test. Which obviously, that's going to get abused. That's basically like advertising. Hey, remember when everyone did fucking every steroid known to man, and just cranked balls out of the fucking park? Yeah, that's coming back. <laughs> the boys are back in town, baby, and they are going to have giant muscles. The White Sox might actually win the World Series. Our guys are already cranking balls way out of the park. And now they're all going to be juiced. All they're going to have to do is like tip the ball. And it's going to go fucking flying. So very excited for that. Very good news for my Saki Sox. Um, if, uh, yeah, that, Uh football. We have a dirty birdie down in Dallas. Oh, baby Mike McCarthy. He is out of there. Now a lot of people have been asking me. Do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? As a Packer fan, you dealt with Mr. Mike McCarthy quite a bit, and he was a dick. Um, I think this is a bad thing for Dallas uh, because I don't think Dak's a leader. I don't think he has the leadership qualities needed, and I think Mike's goofiness kind of brings the team together, uh, especially when they're going through this rough patch. Uh, I just don't see it with him. And I think this was the problem Mike in uh green bay is he was, he's a leader but not a great leader like matt lafleur gets the team to rally around aaron Rodgers, gets them all jazzed up about him being their quarterback and him being their leader so he pushes them to love him which makes them play very well for him uh whereas mike mccarthy i think they he kind of power struggles he likes that more he likes saying i'm the boss i'm the head coach i'm in charge of all you bitches Uh, and that doesn't work out well. Um, Now, if Dak was a strong leader and you got Mike McCarthy moved out of the way a little bit, that would be a positive. But I don't think Dak has the leadership skills uh, to do what needs to be done, to get a team that's on the rocks, a team that's not playing good, a team that had some big losses, uh, get Ezekiel Elliott moving again. I just don't see him having the juice to pull that off I mean, this guy was fucking dogged by fucking Jameis Winston at a camp. Fucking Dak Prescott's leg fell off. And Jameis Winston stood there and goes, I'm the hardest working motherfucker here. I'm the hardest worker on this motherfucking field. Right next to Dak Prescott. And then even goes, yeah, and I see Dak right next to me. And Dak did nothing. Because he's a little bitch baby. So, I definitely think he doesn't have that fire and that heat to get the team going. Especially on a short week, and they're playing the Saints at New Orleans. So, yikes! Uh, Let's hope Kyler Murray's out still, yay! So he can't be the MVP. Um, I think it's really just between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at this point. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady... Tom Brady has so many interceptions, and if Aaron Rodgers can win the NFC... Uh, and get that bye week, I think that's going to tip the scale in his direction. And it's we have a bye week coming up. We have five fairly easy games. Uh, we have the Bears at home, so we're going to crush them. Aaron can throw four interceptions, run for or four touchdowns, run for one. Uh, we have the Browns at home, I believe. And there again, it's like, whatever. That, at that point, the Browns may be out of playoff contention. The defense may give up on the team. Uh, give up on Baker Mayfield. So, again, he could have a fucking lights-out game. Uh, then we have Vikings at home. I mean, we th- th- he threw four touchdowns against them at their place right after breaking his toe. So, not too worried. We have the Ravens away. That could be a tough one. But fucking also Lamar Jackson just threw four interceptions. So, that's extra ball in Rodgers' hands. And we have the Lions away, which doesn't matter where you play them. They're going to be hoping for last place. If we're still in contention for that bye seed, we have to play Rodgers at least for half the game to make sure we win it uh, so he could put up some big numbers. Also, I just find him way more impressive. Tom Brady couldn't win a fucking game without Gronk. Um, And that's just embarrassing. Whereas Aaron Rodgers had game without Devontae Adams, had the Cardinals game without, like, half the starters. Even against the Rams, a big team, strong team with new weapons. Uh, He was missing, like, five, six starters and, like, Pro Bowl-level starters. Bakhtiari's still not out. So the fact that he's taking it to these teams without these guys is very impressive. He's also one touchdown closer to being in the top 100 uh, people with rushing touchdowns of all time. Um I think he's like 20 away, which is a lot, but he also gets like 5-6 a season, so not too many. If he plays 5-6 more seasons, he could be in the top 100, which would be so cool. Um, yeah, I like that. Who else has some drama this week? Dallas Cowboys. It's just There's no good teams. Oh, the Colts. The Colts gave up that fucking game to Tampa. That was a joke. Yo, yeah, well, you guys had that in the bag. Your coach called a horrible timeout. Second and two, you call your timeout? What the fuck? You don't think Tom Brady's could get that first down? Second and two, he had two shots, and then he could take a third if he wanted to go for it on fourth. You don't think they're going to get that first down? On second and two, you took a fucking timeout? And a timeout that would have been useful to have later in the game when you're putting it downfield. Um, that was just shit coaching. That was bad, bad, bad. What else is funny? The Vikings guy who's fucking insane. I didn't know he went, he like got naked in college and just ran around the streets being like, pulled like a full Martin Lawrence was like, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. Um, I guess he was supposed to be ranked number one and ended up ranked like, or got who dra- was supposed to be drafted late in the first round and got drafted in like the six and the Vikings have just been taking care of him and his like psychosis for three years or something. Uh, well it came back and he's a fucking nut job. <laughs> You should absolutely go find the tweets. I think it's Harrison. I don't know. But he was, like, saying, like, I've got all my guns. They're coming to kill me. I've got this covered. Don't worry about it. Uh, Delvin Cook gave me a bunch of guns. And then Delvin Cook's response was like, well, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so that's fantastic comedy if you're the kind of people that likes to laugh at psychopaths. Um, also, I see a lot of commercials with, like, Crippled people? And, like, weirdly, they're, like, bank commercials? What focus groups are you going to where, like, everyone's like, yeah, I'm gonna switch my bank because I saw Chase uses crippled people. Woo-hoo. I love cripples. First off, have you ever been to a bank? Standing in line for the ATM, you want people in wheelchairs and one arm to get their shit to go? That's gonna take forever. One arm equals one hand. If you have one hand, you gotta put in your code, you got hit buttons, all with the same hand, take out your cash. You know, I always see people fiddle-fucking in their purse, or fiddle-fucking in their wallet. These one-armed people have to put the purse or wallet down, fiddle-fucking it, pick it back up, put it down, then put the stuff in the machine. The machine's already going to clock out, and they're going to have to start all the fuck way over, putting in their debit card, putting in their number, fiddle-fuck find the cash again, then deposit it. I don't want to be stuck in that line. I'm going to go to any bank that does not have crippled people. I'm sold on the no cripple people. Uh, speaking of I just—I uh, don't know how this is speaking of, but I just saw Justin Long from Dodgeball at uh, Publix. I was kind of drunk, so I said, what up? And he was like, hey, are you a fan? I go, I'm a contemporary, which, baller. That was a baller move. I applaud myself. He goes, what? And I was like, I just did a movie with Vince Vaughn, too. Look at us. We did it. And he was like, okay. And then he put his mask on and went inside, and that was the end of that story, but... It was kind of cool. I enjoyed myself. Um, who else has drama in the NFL? No one. Fuck the Ravens. Fuck the Browns. Tennessee looks like trash. Hopefully Kansas City goes back to being trash. I don't want Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Uh, let's see. NFC. Bucks definitely should have lost that game. Hope the Falcons can fucking beat them. That would be dope. Um, yay, Saints. Let's beat Dallas. I don't think the Bears are going to beat the Cardinals, but fuck it. Let's go. Bear down. Um, Just trying to make the path for the Packers a little bit smoother. Alright, let's get to college. The big, big news of this week. Um, So the CFP comes out in maybe like two hours. So I wanted to get this out before then so I could do another episode on their final CFP before the championship weekend. Um, Last week's CFP absolute fucking garbage absolute horseshit i got my list a list of everyone's best wins and who they lost to uh georgia zero losses oh but hey oh we snuck two more people in now their best wins are clemson at 23 wow and arkansas at 25 what marquee wins these guys they are awesome they definitely deserve to be first definitely better than cincinnati no no question there no question Definitely better than Ohio State. Is that what we're saying? I mean, this was before Ohio State lost. Let's remember, we time-traveled back. It's because I was too drunk to do a podcast all Thanksgiving. weekend, And I was on my boat, so fuck you, poor people. Um, But either Ohio State has the harder, uh, better resume and should be past Georgia or Cincinnati should be because they have the better marquee win. I don't know seems like they're picking and choosing what they want to do. Bunch of bullshit. Uh, Ohio State lost to Oregon. Best win, MSU at 12 at the time. Pretty good. Not bad. I'll take it. Um, Alabama lost to Texas A&M. Who lost this fucking week? Fuck you. Texas A&M definitely should drop out of the top 10 or top 25. They have four losses. Look like complete dog shit. Lost to LSU. Get the fuck out of the top 25. So Alabama has zero fucking ranked wins, and they could go suck a fucking dick. That ah, fuck, they still beat Ole Miss. He's nine. Okay, so they'll have one ranked win. But Alabama, right, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get out of the time travel portal because the rest, who gives a shit? Um, the old ranking sucked. These guys have no consistency. They don't know who they want to win, who they want to lose. They just fucking. I think they throw darts. To be fucking honest. Uh, Alabama sucks. That's gonna be that's gonna be the theme of this episode. Boo, Crimson Tide. Boo, you suck. Um, fucking almost lost to Auburn. Like miracle comeback, miracle comeback to tie. Then four overtimes, and Auburn's coach was too dumb to go for two in the one overtime. It's like you have one good two point conversion play. I right? and you could end the game here if you make it. Or you can miss it, and the game's over. But now you're going two point for two point, and you only have one good play. Guess what? After you made that one good play, you had nothing. And Alabama shut your ass fucking down. So why would you not use that play when you had the chance and fucking finish the game? So that I don't have to watch Nick Saban, oh, I won the game, I'm such a fucking hero, walking off the fucking field. Alabama definitely should drop back at least to five. After the Arkansas game, they won by seven, and they dropped Alabama back a position. All right? You won by two against a 500 Auburn team. You better drop back more than one position. That's all I'm going to say about the matter. That's insane. You basically lost the game. Get the fuck out of the top five. They should send a message. Look, or top four. You're number five. You have to beat Georgia to come in. We're not playing this fucking bullshit. Oh, if you keep it close with Georgia, then you're oh, you're so good. No, you suck. You suck, and you have to one week to turn it around. And prove to us you don't suck. The only way you do that is with a win. Otherwise, I don't want to hear Alabama kept it close to Georgia. And again, as I've talked about a million times, they don't have to plan to play in rain or snow. They don't have to play real football in the weather like adults. We just saw the Rams deal with that with the Packers. It didn't go well. If you don't know how to play in weather, you're not going to win there. I think both Georgia and Alabama, if they played in the game that Michigan State, Penn State, and played either team, they both would have lost. I think their offenses would have been completely lost in the snow, and the defense would fall apart. That's just my opinion. When you make the game a more... Oh, look at Georgia's defense, they're so strong. Yeah, they're playing teams who are throwing the ball all the time. They're not playing teams who run the ball down their fucking throat. And when you're in heavy snow, and you have people who know how to play in the snow, they're going to run the ball down your fucking throat. And guess what that, guess who that just happened to? Ohio fucking State. We just saw it, their quarterback struggles in the snow, couldn't get his throws off, Michigan ran the ball down their fucking throat made him choke on it like a girl on a porno who's not very good at taking dick in the mouth that's what fucking happened all right In Ohio State when it was snowing the quarterback struggled then the snow stopped they started to make a comeback then the snow started again he started struggling again Now, yeah he had good fourth down passes great one for four all right that's not the Ohio State we know that's not the Ohio State that's fucking badass and was crushing teams that's the Ohio State that lost to Oregon this shit matters, and it should be in consideration. You have teams that play in the snow and teams that don't. That's why the first round of the playoffs should be snow games. They should be up north, hard-hitting fucking football. Let's see what these kids got. And I think it helps NFL draft more. you are going to pick up t- players that might not be able to play in weather. That's what we're going to see with Mac Jones. What if Mac Jones can't play in the snow? Yeah, he looks great now. Give it another two weeks. Those last three games of the season up in New England might look pretty rough. Like, we just talked about it, too, with um, Notre Dame's coach. Brian Kelly's leaving to you. Why? Because he doesn't have to worry about kids who could play in the snow. Yeah, it's warm weather all year. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make my life a little bit easier and make it a little bit harder at the same time. We'll get back to that. And we'll keep bitching about how much Alabama fucking sucks. So the point, at the end of the day... Is put two snow games in the fucking playoffs if you want to be anywhere close to fair. Or, when you don't have them in, the teams that play in the snow have to get the advantage. They have to get the plus of, like, your team isn't so one-dimensional. Your team knows how to do other things. Um, I think that's a good way to beat Georgia and Alabama, is just run the ball down their fucking throat. It might be hard, you might go down by like 14 by half, but if you can wear out that fucking defense by just constantly fucking pounding them, I think that would be a good way to win the game. Uh, Just wear them the fuck out, by the third quarter they're gassed, and don't know what the fuck to do anymore. And you could have your sexy little way with them. Uh, So yeah, so my CFP rankings, oh the AP was atrocious by the way. The AP's ranking came out and it was fucking. I mean, I'm gonna pull them up there. I almost threw up in my mouth pants. Um, Oklahoma State jumped like everyone. Who the fuck have they played? Oh, well, they beat Oklahoma, they lost to Iowa State, you fucking idiots. Oh, and Auburn was on their backup quarterback and he was hurt. He hurt his hamstring. Are you fucking kidding me? You lost almost lost a backup with a hurt hamstring. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, Alabama. Easily should be fifth. Here, What I would have is Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, because prove it. That's what they've been doing all the last three rankings. It's like, well, they're going to play this guy, so it'll wash out. We'll find out who's better this weekend. But no one's going to yell at you for putting them up a little higher because they're playing someone this weekend. Fuck you. Michigan has to prove it. They have to prove they can beat Iowa. I'm not putting them third. Because the problem is this. Or second, the problem with putting them ahead about Cincinnati is if Cincinnati has like a great win and Michigan has an okay win, then Cincinnati still stays behind Michigan. Whereas if they're in front, Michigan stays behind them. And it's like, these are the dynamics at play. It's, oh, well, we're trying to make it easier. We're trying to make it easier not to fuck up these things. It's like, yeah, you're making it easier so people don't yell at you, but you're also lying. Like Cincinnati today is the better team. I'm not saying they would beat Michigan, and that's not your job. But they have the better resume, the better record. So sorry, you're you're fucked up. I mean, it's <laughs> when Ohio State's quarterback got injured, they didn't drop them from the rankings. They didn't say, "Oh, their quarterback's hurt, they're out." No, no the next guy came in, they won the national championship that year. I think it was the third string quarterback. One of my buddies could call me and be like, "You're wrong." He didn't get hurt till this game. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you. That's what I say. Don't call me. It's a waste of my time. I never listen. Uh, You should know that by now. Um, So, yeah. And people are saying that with, like, Brian Kelly leaving, they might not rank him as high. Shut the... What? It's what the team did. You're ranking them off of what they did this season. Doesn't matter. If the whole team dies in a plane crash... Sorry, freshman team's up. They're playing. You're not going to give them a bowl game? you are not going to do anything? You're going to drop them to rank 30th if the whole team dies in a plane crash? Out of your mind. Sorry. They're just going to get their asses kicked. Who cares? Maybe some kids come in in the transfer portal. I don't know how it works. I don't know if the transfer portal ever closes. Um, fuck. Now I completely lost my train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The AP fucking batshit crazy bullshit faggots. Ooh, probably shouldn't say that word. Eee. So they have Georgia, Michigan. Fuck you. Cincinnati, fine, but should be second. Alabama fourth, go fuck yourself to straight hell. I, I'll fucking put Alabama seventh. I'm fine with that. Put Alabama behind Ohio State. Ohio State's not playing. Give Ohio State fans a little, woo. look at us, we're better than Alabama. Alabama shit the bed with no pants on, watery diarrhea all over the sheets. You gotta throw them out. You can't wash that out. Get new sheets. Four, four, fuck you. Oklahoma State pushed. Did not beat the spread against Oklahoma. The spread was four. They got four. And Oklahoma almost came back and beat them. That was not impressive. What they did was not impressive. With a coach who was checked out because he was already fucking leaving. And you could almost tell. Meanwhile, Notre Dame, who crushed the spread. Crushed the spread by ten points. Something like that. Maybe more. Beat Georgia Tech by ten more points than Georgia beat Georgia Tech this week. No one cares. All these little things that people just ignore. Like, I wanted USC to beat BYU. Not true. I hate USC. Sorry. Would have helped Notre Dame. Should have helped Notre Dame because Oklahoma State beat BYU. But make BYU look like a shitty team full of fucking Mormons. Which, again, how are they not amazing? You have people in Africa going straight from the tap, pulling talent out of Africa, turning a Mormon, bringing them to Utah, mind-washing them, giving them a home, sister wives. They should be in the national championship every fucking year. It's insane. How do you, Mormons, get it together. I mean, you're crazy spaceship people, but get it together. Ohio, Notre Dame 6, fuck you. How are we not in right now? It should be Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, Notre Dame. Alabama, you have to win to get in. And if you win, Georgia's out. Georgia does not get to go. With their best win against fucking Clemson in the first game of the season. Which they only won by 7. Sorry. Sorry guys. Your schedule. Don't care. Not good enough. You're not dominant down the stretch. Notre Dame beat Georgia Tech more than you. That's going to be the like opponent. I know no one gives a shit. I'm stubborn. And I hate everyone in my life. Uh, And then who cares? It's Ohio State. Fuck them. They're out. Ole Miss. Fuck them. They're out. Baylor. Fuck them. They're out. This is what I don't get about Oklahoma State. How can they be in if they beat Baylor, but Baylor's not in if they beat Oklahoma State? That's a redemption game. They'll both be two losses, but now Baylor sh- proved they got better. That's why I just don't think I don't think Oklahoma State should be in unless a lot of teams lose. Unless like Cincinnati, Michigan, and Alabama lose. So then yeah, yeah, put them in. But right now, ooh, Ushka. And you guys don't have faith in Baylor. You don't think Baylor's good. Oregon 10? How? 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 How do you have Oregon 10 when they lost to fuck face fuck Stanford? who Notre Dame crushed. And Houston? No. Utah, who moved up to 14. as nine and three ahead of Iowa. Of course they put them ahead of Iowa. You have to make Iowa look worse. You. Oh, that makes me so angry. All right, let's go with something that'll make me more angry. Coaches' madness. I, uh, Lincoln Riley. Ah, he's out to USC. Don't think he's gonna save it. Colin Cowherd. All these fucking retard[s] are like, oh, he's gonna turn USC around. He's gonna save the program. Program dead. They're right in the smack dab worst part of town. No parent is gonna visit that school and be like, oh, this is good. This is good. I'm sure my miscreant child will not turn to drugs or anything crazy here. No way. No way. And with Brian Kelly going to LSU, just send them to LSU. Who gives a shit? Send them to UCLA. It's at least a better part of town. And their team wasn't horrible this year. And if you send them to UCLA, they have a chance to win the Pac-12. What's a good team in the Pac-12? There isn't one. I mean, I wouldn't send them to either. Why are you going to send your kids to a school where the kid has to be vaccinated, has to wear a mask all the time? That's not fun. You're not selling fun. And also, the hot, slutty girls aren't going to be there. Because the hot, slutty white chicks go to Arizona. Go to other schools where the car isn't broken into any day. Where the rape isn't going up. They don't go to the hood anymore. And yeah, they used to be able to keep it nice. Now there's tents fucking everywhere. There's tents everywhere. There's people checking your vaccine passport. No hot, slutty girls want to go to fucking L.A. anymore. And, like I said before, the film industry's dying. The film industry in L.A. is getting the shit kicked out of them. They have lawsuits on lawsuits on lawsuits. They have people not wanting to live there. People not wanting to work there. Losing writers. No movies coming out are good. You could see all these top movies coming out fucking suck. Even Marvel's Eternals was one good one. One good one. In a sea of just absolute horseshit. I just saw Free Guy fucking horrible. Like, the last really good movie I saw was Pig, which no one saw and no one made money on. And I don't think Jungle Cruise isn't making money. You know why? They put it free on Disney+, Plus because no one wanted to fucking see it. Sorry, Emily Blunt. Your titties aren't as great as they used to be. Get the fuck out of here. No one wants to go there. And that's not not what famous is anymore. Now that TikTok, Instagram, podcasting, that's fame. You're reaching millions of people doing exactly what you want to do. Not waking up at 6 in the morning doing what other people tell you. It's so much easier. I think LA's in a world of hurt. Tent cities, high taxes. And Lincoln Riley is not. He just sucked in Oklahoma. You think he's going to turn it around at USC? Who's he drafting? Who'd you think he can pull in that they couldn't pull in this year? You guys are fucking crazy. And they're giving him credit. What What was it? So Notre Dame, they're they're cheering on Lincoln Riley like it's some great thing, like he's some hero. But also they cheer on Brian Kelly. He went to LSU. He's going to face all these guys who crushed his ass. He ran away. He's a good chance. Was like a, I think they, most people give Notre Dame a 65% chance to make the playoffs. He ran away from a playoff appearance? Are you out of your fucking mind? Just wait. We'll get to why not later. But people are cheering him. Oh, his demon is Alabama. He gets he gets beat by Alabama. That's his demon. And now he's going to face him head on. Lincoln Riley just ran away. Oklahoma's going to the SEC. He just ran away from Alabama, Georgia. And no one's calling him a pussy. How can you cheer for both these guys? One of them has to be a pussy or both of them. I'll call them both pussies. Leaving before the bowl games? Oh, we, we want a chance to get players in there uh, for spring training. And the only sign if we're already there. I don't know if you know this about players. But with the transfer portal and stuff, already people are decommitting to schools and going to different ones. I don't know if you know about kids. They're not really honorable. They don't really stick to their word a lot. Alright, you can wait another month. You can wait another week to find out if you're in the fucking college football playoffs before you leave like a fucking jackass. And it's like, yeah. I, people are like, well, the kids don't have any faith. No uh, faith, fealty, what's the word? I don't know. The kids aren't, the kids transfer all the time. Kids leave all the time. They go to the NFL early. They skip bowl games. Yeah, that's not a good trend. Also, they're kids. You're comparing an adult man and him giving up on a bunch of children compared to kids going somewhere for money who grew up poor in a lot of cases. Are you out of your mind? This is an adult man. Brian Kelly left a bunch of kids alone. It's fucking nuts. And you say, oh, it's the same thing because there's a transfer portal? Yeah, they're 22 years old. You know how many... Go look around. How many kids are married to the person they were dating when they were 22? Not a ton. And you're comparing the actions of a 22-year-old kid who might, if he goes to the draft early, get and doesn't get injured, millions of dollars, to an adult who's a multi-fucking millionaire? Leaving for a hundred million contract, which I don't know how Louis and his kids are gonna like that. Oh, here, here, comes Brian Kelly and his Bentley. Oh, Brian, you're making ten million a year. Fuck you! But it's like fifteen thousand per yard of offense he gets. It's fucking wild. I think you definitely have to put a cap on what you can pay. Coaches, these are government employees. You get two million. Well, what about the free market? Get better at coaching. Get at coaching, go to the NFL. Spend all that money helping out student loan debt. I could do a whole thing about how to fix the college crisis. I'll bullet point it now. Get rid of majors that are stupid. No one has to be a major in fucking music of China in 1820. No one cares. That's not going to get you a job. So get rid of like half the majors at every school. Cap uh, professors. They don't make their money teaching. They make their money off grants, which is stolen money. Just, I don't get why they don't. You know the bad guys in like superhero movies and comics are like, oh, I got money from the mafia to make these cool drugs. And uh, I can do my science then. Like just happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if you got to sit through that fucking shithole fucking show. But that's just as bad as what these scientists and stuff do at colleges. Oh, we got grant money from the government. That's stolen money. Just I, I, At least you're honest when you steal it, when the mafia gives it to you. They also steal money. All right. Criminals take crime money. Uh, I'm do my lab experiments now. Yeah. Um, so I don't like grants either, is I guess what I'm saying. But yeah, cap what professors can make. You got to go get a real job. Teaching should be a passion, something that you actually care about. Um, you should have a real job on top of it. I had teachers that were lawyers in the day, came and taught business law. I had teachers that helped with economics, wrote books, all sorts of things. They had real jobs. Now with podcasting, it's another income. Come on. Teaching should not... You shouldn't be getting rich off of teaching, fucking idiots. Um, And this should all bring down... Get the government out of fucking loans. Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm getting too angry. But there's a lot of things. Bring down the prices of school. Fuck off. And that coaching salary should definitely go to... A, the lower level coaches, you know, sorry, head coach, you only get 2 million. Only 2 million? How are they going to be encouraged? Fuck off. Go, get better, go to the NFL, AFL starting again, XFL, go be an announcer. There's tons of avenues for you to make money after five years of being successful as a college coach, if you're any fucking good. Um, Ryan Kelly, they're both pussies. They left their kids, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. okay the interim, interim coach. Everyone's, oh, let's let's not rank Notre Dame because the interim, fuck yourself. We already went over that a little bit. Here's here's Brian Kelly's records in uh, the national championship and two college football playoff games he had. 42-14, he lost to Alabama. That's 28 points. 30-3, he lost to, I want to say that was Clemson, 27 points. And then 31-14, that was Alabama, 17 points. That averages 24 points. 24 points. That's it. Hey, interim head coach, you lose by 24 points, you're as good as Brian Kelly. Run the ball every play. Run the ball, get the clock to zero as fast as you fucking can, lose by less than 24 points, and you're a better coach than Brian Kelly is in the college football playoffs. There you go. Hey, made your life a lot easier. They should hire you. If you win by, if you lose by anything less than 24, they should hire you. Because you're better after having two weeks of preparation. As a head coach, your first game as a head coach in the college football playoffs, and you're doing better than an old withered sack of potatoes that is Brian Kelly. So that's my point of view. Also put in the third string quarterback. He's a better runner and passer than Cohen and the second guy combined. And Brian Kelly just didn't fucking like him. He didn't like how he got to Notre Dame. I talked to a guy who like works at Notre Dame, and he's like, yeah, I work in their admissions. This is why Brian Kelly hates him. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like some guy's grandson. And the grandfather had him transfer to Notre Dame because he wanted him to get a good degree there like he does. And Brian Kelly took offense to that and the fact that the guy doesn't do every stupid thing Brian Kelly wants him to do. So that's why he didn't play him, even though he's easily the best quarterback we have. The second stream isn't even a quarterback. I don't know. He should still be in high school. I don't know what the fuck they're doing putting him on a field. Oh my god, I'm so angry. I need so much fucking Foster's. I'm going to need another fucks an oxy. God, I can't wait to be dope sick and just sucking dick for heroin. That's going to be the best. All right, where do we have... I'm checking my notes now. Ohio State struggles to throw in snow. We did that. MSU-Penn State game. We did that. Um, Arkansas did that. CFP are pussies. That goes without saying. I'm sure I've said it a bunch. Um, oh, final thing. Um, final thought for the night. Oh. Uh, Omicron. Nah, I don't want to talk about Omicron. COVID's bullshit. We all know it. We're... It's a distraction from whatever the fuck Maxwell's saying. The stock market tanking. Uh, inflation killing us at... Everyone's gonna realize when they can't afford Christmas presents. What the fuck? They can't afford gas to get to the mall and back. What the fuck? Uh, oh, we have Omicron. Don't... Don't go to the mall. It's bad. It's dangerous. Uh, boo. Check Santa's vaccine card. Wee. Um... Uh, so, key point I want everyone to realize is both, last week I made very clear Georgia's not a good team. Okay, that's unfair. That's facetious, but they're not what we think they are. Um, I'm hoping they get shown up and people realize like, oh yeah, maybe you do have to play good teams for us to just automatically give you the number one spot with no consideration of another guy team who won a game against the fifth-ranked Notre Dame. And is also undefeated. Uh, maybe you should think about that. Put them both next to each other. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Uh, penalties in the NFL. Um, I'm fine. I don't like reviewing. I hate review for 99% of penalties. I hated the review for pass interference. I always was taught, first off, it's a game. You're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game, so who cares? Oh, we might lose a million dollars in our contract if we don't have this extra catch. Too bad, dude. You're playing a game. You get to play a game where you got endless fucking pussy in high school, endless fucking pussy in college. Now you're getting endless fucking pussy in your career and millions of dollars. No one leaves college and just gets millions of dollars except for you motherfuckers. And you complain. Oh, I could have gotten an extra 500. I get it. I get it. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Don't leave the game in the ref's hands. Never leave the game in the ref's hands. If you're 20 yards off of that bonus, you had all season. Get that fucking bonus. You should have practiced a little harder. One ref call. I get that you think that takes it away from you. It doesn't. You had all season get that extra 20 yards. I don't want to hear you bitching about your bonus. Um. Don't leave the game in the ref's hands. We've all had heartbreaking games where the refs beat us at the end of the game. Um. Oh, shit. We absolutely have to I talked shit about Mike McCarthy at the beginning of this. Mike McCarthy after the Texas... First Raiders game, where there were like 28 fucking penalties called. It was like a record that hasn't been since like 2008. No, t- no game has had that many penalties. These refs said, hey, we'll have that many penalties. Check us out on Thanksgiving. Coming to the theater near you. Mike McCarthy, in the interview after the game, he goes, there were 28 penalties. The fuck you want me to say, write whatever the fuck you want. Boom. Fucking hero. I loved it. Not a fan of Mike McCarthy, as you might know from this last 40 minutes of me screaming, but that was awesome. Also, an awesome quote that I think got in OBJ's head before the game. Before the game, OBJ went to Devontae Adams and says, Hey, man, after the game, I got to get your jersey. I got to get, let's swap jerseys after the game. Devontae Adams goes, Why don't you go get a Cooper Cup jersey? That's who you want to play with. That's who you respect. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, legend. Legend. I think that's what broke OBJ's back. You saw him hobbling around with the back pain. Yeah, I think those words were so strong. His back just fucking snapped. Uh, That was cool. But anyways, back to the replay. The only plays that should be replayable and always should be replayed are personal fouls. The refs are, everyone knows. It's like a saying. You get the penalty for retaliating. Don't retaliate. That's when the penalty comes in. Blah, blah, blah. No, we have 30 cameras on the field. You could see the guy who did it first. You could see how the penalty got drawn. We should not be giving assholes uh, rewards for being assholes. Go in the booth, have them call up, and be, oh, hey, uh, yeah, actually that guy slapped him in the dick before the guy turned around and s- socked him in the fucking face. Most of the players have microphones on, too. He said, hey, homo, slapped him in the dick. Then got punched in the face. Okay, yeah, that's reasonable. Reasonable to punch the guy in the face. Give the other guy the personal foul. Let's move on. I hate teams getting penalized for the other team being an asshole and the asshole being rewarded. The guy in Tampa Bay should absolutely get penalized so much more. The center, I think, is there? The ginger center is like a huge asshole. Should absolutely get penalized more. Um, and I'm not saying for shit-talking. Everyone loves shit-talking. But if you shit-talk, then do something physical and then jacked in the fucking face that's what's gonna happen um Seattle game last night go Heineke one of the six guys who wear number four because Brett Favre inspired him whereas no one wears Tom Brady's number because he inspires them so just remember when we're talking about greatest of all time um that should matter um Lockett had an amazing catch in the outlaw. he was out he got one foot in and they didn't even review it they're going down the field. They need a touchdown and a two-point conversion. They ain't get the two-point conversion, which, great, fine, whatever. But there was like a 20-yard pass where Lockett only got one foot in. They didn't even review it. And a Redskin player got hurt, so they had extra time to go to the cameras and be like, oh, yeah, 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 no, that was bad. Um, So that pissed me off. But everything pissed me off. Uh, didn't get much into politics today. That's fine. I'll have some hot takes, I'm sure, Later. Maxwell's burning down the world Which I love Uh, Waukesha guy Terrorist I don't know why we don't call it that Uh, Say their names I don't even know their names The news doesn't even tell us their names But fat black lady gets shot in her apartment Let's say her name forever And put it on the back of jerseys Um, That was sad She didn't deserve to die Just So my honest opinions out there Alright Well we're gonna call it A night on that one I'm gonna go take a Fucking Go make myself another Brett Favre cocktail Have a good night Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Everyone should send me gifts for Christmas. That'd be cool. Thank you. Bye.